0: Truth by Firelight, from Flashbangs and Frag Grenades, by Kalchaxis, read by Sam Gabriel, based on League of Legends by Riot Games. Chapter 5.
1: Blood and pipe.
0: Lux hit the ground and managed not to throw up that time. How many times, though? How many had it been? This was beyond deja vu. Her mind was a chaotic mash of memories that she couldn't get any kind of chronological handle on.
2: Jinx! Four o'clock high! Shoot! How many?
0: Lux bawled as she tried to keep her gorge down.
2: Seventeen! Echo shouted. Fuck!
0: She got up and started to run. Lux remembered that she always lived longer when she got up and started to run right away. How long longer was, she wasn't sure. Minutes, maybe seconds, was more likely.
2: 24 paces, then jink left!
0: Echo called out. 21, 22, 23. Lux jinked left. And on instinct, she threw herself into a roll. Warwick hit the ground ahead of where she'd been running like a sledgehammer, and his claws sailed over her head. He was so unbelievably fast. The few times Lux had fought him in the rift were not fun memories. She had barely been able to keep track of him. Unsurprisingly, fighting him on his home turf did not improve things. Jump back! Lux obeyed, kicking out her legs and threw herself blindly backward into an awkward tuck-and-roll just as Warwick practically appeared where she'd been a moment earlier and buried his claws in the steel plate. A crack of ionized air split the night and Warwick jerked back as a bolt of electrical discharge struck him in the meat of his shoulder, igniting fur and scorching skin but doing little else. Move, Blondie! Jinx called as she spun up Zapper's capacitors again and took aim. Echo's form shimmered, and Lux swore she saw a copy of him flick something shaped vaguely like a grenade through the air, sending it spinning off and to the right, and Echo shouted, Follow it! Lux followed, her legs and lungs burning with exertion and adrenaline. She remembered this part, some of it anyway. They would land, and she needed to be... Doc! Jinx shouted. Lux dropped and dove, desperate to keep pace with Echo's plan as Warwick was winged by another bolt from Zapper. She scraped along the metal, turned the fall into a roll, and landed just as a dome of distortion exploded around her, and she spun around on her heels with her focus rod up. She remembered the next part. Her binding struck Warwick, locking him briefly in place. She remembered the first time she'd tried that. Normally she could hold a target for several seconds, but not Warwick. Warwick had broken her hold in Jut under .05 seconds. Clearly, the effects of the rift dampened his strength significantly, much as they did with spirits like the Kindred. That .05 was all they needed, though, as Echo phase-shifted past Warwick, landing just opposite him, and the convergence field he had created detonated, locking the monstrous wrath of Zon in time and space midway through a killing slash aimed at Lux's head. Three. Can't have a weakness. Echo spat as he prat. We leapt on top of Warwick and began running his fingers through the fur for the fourth time, maybe the fifth. How many times had they already failed? Two. I'm here, Blindy, Jinx said, stepping between her and Warwick and wrapping her arms around Lux, shielding her with her body. One. Found it! Echo turned to them.
2: Next time, I promise. We'll be okay, Jinx.
0: Time resumed as she nodded. That's my For the seventeenth time that night. The love of Lux's life died in a smelter of gore, and her only comfort was that she went at the same time and too quickly to feel Jinx's heart stop.
2: Blood and fuck!
0: Lux's stomach rebelled violently, but this time she didn't hit the ground. She staggered but kept her feet, turned on her heel, and sprinted away.
2: Jinx, four o'clock high! Shoot! Eighteen? Lux shouted. Eighteen!
0: Good. She remembered a little more of the last one, That's how it had been since it had begun. Each loop she remembered more, but she couldn't keep any of it straight. She couldn't remember which action happened during which loops.
2: 24 paces and Jink Jink left!
0: Lux finished. 21, 22, 23. Lux jinked left and threw herself into a roll. Just like before, Warwick hit the ground ahead of her and carved his claws over her head. Even knowing where he was going to be, he was still too fast. Jump back! Lux was already kicking out and throwing herself backward into a tuck-and-roll that was markedly cleaner than the last few times she'd done it just as Warwick appeared where she'd been a moment earlier and buried his claws in the steel plate, just like before. Jinx's zapper shot came like before as well, barely slowing the beast. Barely, but enough. Move, Blondie! And she did. She knew what was coming. The convergence field, the time trap. Echo's hat trick was their one and only chance to find a spot weak enough on Warwick's impossibly durable body to bring him down fast enough that none of them would die in the process. Eighteen tries. They had failed seventeen of those, and Lux intended to make this lucky number eighteen. She didn't need to watch Echo launch his trap. Warwick was still following his pattern. All Lux needed to do was get into position. She needed to stay just far enough ahead. Tuck! Lux dropped and dove before Echo could shout his warning, and Warwick's claws scythed through the air where she'd been a heartbeat before. She smelled the snap of ozone and the stink of scorched fur as Jinx's zapper struck home while she curled her dive into a roll and landed just as a dome of distortion exploded around her, and she spun around on her heels with her focus rod up. God, you! Lux spat her binding and locked Warwick in place. Jinx! Echo shouted as he landed out of his phase dive and into the dome he directed, detonating the converged timelines and locking Warwick in place.
2: Back in the head, Jinx! Zap him under the right of the ear!
0: Three. She moved like a dervish, leaping through the air and crossing the distance so fast that Lux momentarily lost sight of her. Two. Jinx landed on Warwick's back. Zapper whined as its capacitors spooled up and she rammed the barrel right up against where Echo had told her. One. A crack of discharge lit the night and Warwick howled as an electrical impulse crawled along his scorched head. He thrashed violently, throwing Jinx from his back the moment he became coherent. The Zero. They had changed it, but was it enough? Warwick staggered back, and Echo looked drawn and winded, but he took a stand by Lux as Jinx put herself between all of them and the great gray-furred Chemtech hybrid. He wasn't attacking, though. He was howling and whining and snarling, and what Lux realized, belatedly, wasn't just wordless animal noises. It was Gutlow. His claws snapped across something on his head, and a piece of metal clattered onto the plates near Warwick's clawed feet.
2: So, uh, now what?
0: Echo muttered as he took hold of his Z-Drive's ripcord. Jinx holstered Zapper, held up her hand in a stay-back gesture, then started forward. Jinx! okay, Blondie, Jinx said quietly. Warwick's head snapped to the side, focusing in on Jinx with predator-sharp eyes and unnerving intensity. Pinprick eyes of hateful scarlet burned in the darkness of Zahn, and they were fixed solely on Jinx. Lux wanted to scream. She wanted to vomit. She couldn't do it. Not again. She couldn't watch Jinx die again. You. Warwick's voice was a raw, wet, lupine growl that mangled his already slurred but strangely sibilant gutlough. Your face. I know your face. He hunched down and leaned in towards Jinx, who stopped barely a meter away. Pipe smoke, Jinx replied in kind. And her voice had a dazed quality to it. You always smelled like pipe smoke. Warwick's breathing was ragged and heavy. His feral frame eclipsed Jinx's tall, whipcord body with ease. If he struck, he would crush every bone in her body, pulp every organ, and there wouldn't even be enough left to bury. He didn't move, though. He waited and watched and breathed. She reached out with her hand a daring maneuver considering it was the only one she had left, and touched Warwick's furred muzzle. I did it wrong, Jinx whispered. I blew it all up. I didn't mean to blow it all up. Warwick bared his teeth. You, you were there.
2: I'm sorry,
0: Jinx whispered. The beast pulled back and snarled, then barked and swore so viciously and so fast in Gutlau that between the speed, the fluency, and his mangled voice, Lux couldn't make out the words until finally he bellowed,
2: Let <laughs> me forget! I'm sorry,
0: Chink sobbed. I,
2: I don't know why or who you are, but I'm sorry. I'm so sorry.
0: Warwick snapped out his claws and luck strangled a shriek in her throat as he raised them high over Jinx. They didn't fall, though, and Jinx barely seemed to see them, those curved, killing claws that had slaughtered Jinx and her so many times. For once, they didn't fall. Warwick stood over her with death in his hands, but Jinx wasn't staring at his claws or his teeth. She was staring into his eyes.
2: I'm so sorry.
0: Warbuck lowered his claws as Jinx slowly slumped down to her knees and very quietly began to cry. Her sobs were almost soundless, and the only sign was how her shoulders shook. Slowly the rage seemed to coil from him, and he lowered himself down till he was crouched on all fours in front of Jinx. In that moment, Flux thought that he looked like nothing so much as an old and badly beaten hound. The scars, surgical and otherwise, that riddled his body seemed almost the twin to Jinx's. And he stared down at her for a painfully long moment before finally breaking his silence with a single broken word. Powder.
1: Jinx flinched.
0: Powder is dead, she fell down a well. My name is Jinx, it stands for Jinx. She spoke in the sing-song cadence of a childhood rhyme. Ching-dong! Echo put his hand out.
2: Whatever's happening, don't get between them.
0: Lux nodded and pulled her arm back. She wanted nothing more than to run to Jinx's side, to wrap her up in her arms and hold her close and dry her tears, but she couldn't. Not yet. Violet. Let. She's a friend across the river. Warwick buried his teeth and a growl bubbled up from his throat. He thrashed and snarled again. But this time his rage seemed aimed at something no one else could see until finally he loosed it in a single, terrifying, bowel-shaking howl that rattled the foundations of Zahn. Raising her head, Jinx stared up at Warwick, who seemed to relax after his outburst. Then he vanished. If Lux thought he'd been fast before, it was nothing compared to his speed at that moment. She didn't simply lose track of him. One moment he was standing over Jinx, and then the next, the next moment he was standing over her. Blondie! Lux willed her legs not to fail and her gut not to rebel as she squared her shoulders and stared up at him. Don't look away. She could not look away. She knew instinctively that if she showed any fear or even the slightest hint of weakness... She would die so fast she wouldn't even know it had happened. Your scent, Demacian. I was, Lux replied, calling at every ounce of her training to keep the tremble out of her voice. You speak low. I do. Why? Warwick growled. Although he sounded more curious than angry. Lux said.
2: If I didn't, then I wouldn't be able to tell Jinx that without her there's no light.
0: He held her gaze for a long moment before the violence drained from his predatory posture, and he looked back over his shoulder at Jinx, who was standing, teeth bared in an animal rictus, with fishbones up and aimed at Warwick's back. Try it, Furball. Jinx hissed. A strange, guttural noise came from Warwick, and it sounded almost like he was hacking up a hairball. It took Lux several seconds to realize that he was laughing. He dropped back down to all fours and prowled away from Lux, who sank down to her legs as the terror left her and took the adrenaline that had been keeping her upright with it. Jinx lowered fishbones as Warwick ghosted past her with motions that were far too silent for something so huge. And as he did, he said something quietly to Jinx. And then he was gone. This time, truly gone. The wrath of Zahn had returned to the city, and for whatever reason, he had left them alive. They had done it. they, They had really done it. Lux keeled over. And Echo let out a yelp as he dropped to his knees to catch her. A moment later, Jinx was at her side. Pulling her close, as Lux shook violently and tried not to throw up, she couldn't breathe, she needed air. Scrabbling at her mask, she tried to find the catches, but her fingers felt numb and useless. Nimble, scarred fingers found them instead. And Jinx popped the mask from her face and Lux gasped, dragging in lungfuls of stinking chemical air. It was bad for her, she knew that. She knew she shouldn't be breathing without a mask. Echo lived in these tunnels, and Jinx's biology was far more durable on top of being a native. Still, she needed to breathe, at least for a moment. Take it easy, Blandy. It's okay. We made it. Jinx cradled her as Lux spat filth from her lungs and sobbed miserably into Jinx's arms.
1: Hey, is she okay?
0: Echo said quietly. Just give her a sec, Jinx said.
1: She'll be fine.
0: Under normal circumstances, Lux would have objected to being treated like a child or an invalid, but at that particular moment, she honestly could not have cared less. She's a mage, Jane. She remembers most of the loops.
1: She needs more than a sec,
0: Echo replied flatly. Jinx nodded. I know. You don't. Echo good at his teeth. I remember, too. Even through her panic attack, Jinx's words froze Lux to the marrow, and Echo stared at her in disbelief.
1: You can't,
0: he said flatly. She shrugged. I know, but I do. Kind of. Bits and pieces. I remember bits and pieces. I remember becoming bits and pieces. Shit. Echo pressed his lips to a thin line. Then moved to face Jinx, put a hand on her shoulder and said, It's the Shimmer,
2: it must be. Wando's the only other non-mage I've ever met who remembers Loops and he's drowning in this stuff.
0: Huh, weird, Jinx muttered. Weird? Echo shook his head. Jinx, that's... Let's go, little man. Jinx interrupted him as she scooped Lux up in her arms and stood. Gotta see a man about a hand. Echo stood inside, then waved his own hand.
1: Yare, hold up
0: though. He ran over to where they had fought Warwick, leaned down, and scooped something up. Okay, he said, looking back at her. Let's go. Jinx was already settling herself on the hoverboard, and Lux frowned as she tried to get her feet underneath her, but Jinx wouldn't let her go. It's fine, Blondie, I can fly like this, she said. As much as Lux wanted to argue against Jinx flying while carrying a burden, she honestly wasn't sure her legs would support her through the flight. The last thing she wanted was to make Jinx watch her die again, and especially from something as stupid as pitching off a hoverboard and down into the gray. Yes, sir. Yeah. So Lux nodded and gave in. She was too tired to argue anyhow, so tired that even her rage had sputtered out. The first time Jinx had died to Warwick, she was apocalyptic. By the fifteenth time, she had gone from rage to hopelessness. Now, though, an angry ember had flared to life in her chest. I'll kill him, Lux whispered as the hoverboard rose from the platform. Nah. The utterly blasé manner in which Jinx dismissed her myriad deaths was a punch to Lux's gut, and she stared up at Jinx with her tongue tied in a knot as they took off. When she finally untangled, she croaked out a single word. Why?
1: Because I think, I think I killed him once already,
0: Jinx said hollowly. And I figure, you know, since neither of us stayed down, it's kind of a wash. Besides, Echo added as he rose up beside them, I don't think Warwick was doing it for shits and giggles either. He held up the scorched piece of metal.
2: This was attached to him. And it's not chemtech,
0: it's hextech. And it ain't I work either, it's too shiny. The furnace of Lux's rage finally reignited as she stared at Echo, and it occurred to her in the darkest possible manner that her dual lives were very much coming to an end. over, Lux spat. Yeah, Echo replied.
2: The question is, who...
0: The text of this story is available on AO3. Music by Dot Matrix. If you would like me to record a story, voiceover, a character, get in touch using the contact information available on my website, which is located at samgabrielvo.com. And there you can find other stories that I've read, as well as a link to my Discord server, where I record things live for your enjoyment. And finally, as always, thank you for listening.